Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Again, you know, it's a month of covenant power. So I want to take our text. Acts chapter 1 verse 4. Being assembled together, he commanded them not to depart. Commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be Witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the utmost or to the end of the earth. Praise the Lord. Another scripture I'd like us to read before we begin to look at it is Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter thirteen verse. 14. I wouldn't want you to ever forget the scripture. The easiest way to remember it is the last verse in the Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. Shall we read together? The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion or fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Praise the Lord. I have a question to start with. What were they doing? Why were they in the upper room? Why were they in the upper room? A question. Why were they? And who were they? And how many were they? Yes. Why were they? they were there. They were praying. They were there praying. About 120 people, yes. And they were praying. But why were they there? They said they were waiting, Right? Why were they waiting? Because Jesus commanded that they must wait. How? After the fire. Jesus commanded that they must wait. So, what were they waiting for? So, why were they waiting? Because he commanded. I was to say what? Yes, to be empowered, right? Um, hmm. so, this, so correct me, because I may be wrong, and I'm likely to be wrong in whatever I must say. So they were there just for the power. They were there for the power. Yes, they were there for the power. Agreed, they were there for the power. But were they there for the power? No, 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 no. They were for the, for the fulfillment of the promise. Good. 
But what about the fulfillment of the promise? Yes. They were waiting for the Holy Spirit. You can make the mistake of thinking they were waiting just they were waiting there just for power, which is the mistake of today. Many are Christians for the money. Many are Christians for the healing. Many are Christians for the fame. Many are Christians for the popularity. Many are Christians for good marriage. Many are Christians to find a husband. Many are Christians to find a child. Many are Christians to have long life. Many are Christians, oh yes, it's part of the package. But they were waiting for a person. They were not waiting for goosebumps. They were not waiting for electricity to shock them. They were not waiting for just come out and become magical. Shakata. They have control. So when they see you, they say, hey. They see you, they, they control you like witchcraft. You know, they know what, you know, which they think they have power to control human beings. They can make, they can kill, they can make alive. When you see a witch, you know from a distance, if you have a discerning power, they are prideful, stinkingly prideful. You will notice from far. Witches are easy to detect. God will open the eyes of your understanding. The things they can do and undo. So Christianity is not like that. It's not like that we can control people, we can make everybody to see we are the one. No. They were not waiting just for power. So it's just power. All I want is power. Come on. In Samaria, Elimas, when he saw that by the lane of him, they were receiving the He said, Give me this same power. No. He's a person. He's a person. Woohoo. Glory be to God in there. Some things are already packing their loads in your life. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> you know, knowledge is power. Except concerning the gifts of the spirit, I will not have any of you ignorance. So ignorance is a disease. At any level, whether spiritual, emotional, or physical, ignorance. They were waiting. Let's read what he said again in Acts chapter 1. Verse 7. Said to them, It is not for you to know times and seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power. So that's the confession because they talk of power. Wow. When would they receive power? When the Holy Spirit has come. Or one person said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit uh, comes. When the Holy Spirit comes. And you shall be. So when it comes, you receive power and that will make you. You see, the whole thing about Jesus is making man. That's the whole thing about him. He came to make man what God has made man to be that he has failed to be. Something is shifting. In the name of Jesus. (laughs) Something. It has to shift in the name of Jesus. I haven't read before that it's not by power, it's not by mind, but by my spirit. So, men, the devils 
can be asserting their powers. But when you come to the knowledge and recognition and you begin to position yourself for the power that is made yours, every other power will be silenced immediately. Glory be to God in the highest. I say something is shifting today. In the name of Jesus, you will receive what? Power. Who said it? Jesus. Whatever some strange powers are put on you, put in your space, put in your person. Today, I reverse in the name of Jesus. And that is power now. That is power now. That is power. It's a strong man. <laughs> if a stronger man comes into his house, he will be sacked. So who is that one posing to be a stronger man in your own house? When your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So shall Holy Ghost! In the name of Jesus! Power. It's knowledge. I don't care. Say so you don't know. We have what right do you have? You created them, or you died for them. Of course, they have no right. They know. Shout the blood of Jesus. Shout again the blood of Jesus. Shout the blood of Jesus. Shout the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. It says you will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come. So it's a person. And then hear what he says. He said, this you have heard from me. This is the promise of the Father, which you have heard from me. You know. And to make it very interesting, if you look at either John 14, John 15, John 16, you will see it all there. When the Spirit will come, the paracletos, the helper, the advocate, the strengthener, the teacher, I mean, it's everything to us. Glory be to God in the highest. I say, glory be to God in the highest. But of a particular note, it's, it's, it's John chapter 14. Turn with me there quickly. I want you to see something there. Glory be to God in the highest. Ooh, I give God the glory. I have every reason to keep on praising God. If praising God is rolling on the floor, I should never stop rolling. I should never even stand on my feet again. He's done so much. I give him praise. If praising God is jumping, then I should never stop jumping. I should be hopping the rest of my life. I'm telling you. It's not so much. Okay, John chapter 14. Let's take from verse um, 15. John 14, 15. If you love me, again, Jesus was speaking here. This is the red-lettered version. So every time Jesus has been quoted, it's written in red. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father. And he will give you another Glory be to God in the highest. Helper, that he may abide with you forever. One teacher picked it from the original language. I said, he will give you another exactly like me. Uh-huh. That he may abide with you forever. And what he was saying was that me, as God the Son in human flesh, will not abide with you forever here. We will abide forever there. 
So I will be with you here only through the Spirit of God, my Spirit. So God will send you, just like he sent me, when he takes me up, he sends you another one. Exactly. So if you look at the Bible, Jesus is referred to as Paracletos. And the Holy Spirit is referred to as Paracletos, the same. And what does that mean? Your standby, your helper, your strengthener, your advocate, your intercessor, your teacher, the one that reminds you of the things of God, your guide. Come on, somebody hearing me? Your wisdom, your sanctification, your righteousness, everything that God is to you. And you see, this one of the same species will be with you forever. He will remain with you here until the end of time. And when all of us are going, he will come with you. He will never, there will be no time on earth that he will not be with you. Come on, I think that's good news. I say it's good news. It's good news, it's good news, it's good news. It's worth celebrating. You will ne- there will never be a second of your life that the Holy Ghost is not with you. So let the devil some assorted times all around you. Let them some assorted and be clean themselves like the, like the prophets of Baal or Mankameh. The Holy Ghost is with you. That was Jesus telling them. Praise the Lord. So he said, the promise of the Father, which of course you've heard from me before. So we see here, he says, and I will pray the Father and he will send you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Glory be to God. When you are sleeping, he's there. Anywhere you are, he's there. But you see, the things of the Spirit is such that you must be in faith. You must believe it to know that it's as real as you see your hand. That's why the Bible says, you just shall live by faith. It says forever, verse 17. It says, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. If you are under the sound of my voice and you have made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, this is you. He is not only with you, he is in you. He's not only with you, he's in you. He's not only with you, he is in you. He's not only with you, he is in you. Let me say it again. He's not only with you, he is in you. Say with me. Say the Holy Spirit is with me. Is on me. Is in me. Salah. Everybody say again with me. Say the Holy Spirit is on me. Everywhere I go. Is with me. Everywhere I go. Is in me. Everywhere I go. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Uh, then verse 18. Now this is where I'm going. Let me read again. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. 
The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you. He dwells with you. He dwells with you. Watch the words. He dwells with you. The only reason he's here is with you, to be with you, to be in you, to be with you, to be in you. Glory be to God in the highest. Can you, see, can you begin to see the characteristics and the qualities of the Holy Ghost? Why won't you have power? <laughs> when the power that is greater than all powers resides in him, his very presence is power. His very presence. And guess what? He's with me. I feel the fire now. And he's in. So it's a Holy Ghost! Why are you doing that? I'm, I'm demonstrating my consciousness of his presence. That's all. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Now you can understand the scripture very well. I say the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Where does it go? And he will quicken this mortal body. How does he quicken? He quickened it from becoming the body of sin, sin, sin. And where there's no sin, there's no sickness. And he will quicken my mortal body. He's in me. He's with me. So where, where will the poverty reign? Someone shall Holy Spirit. Then now says, I will not leave you. Orphans. You know what an orphan is? No father, no mother. In your early life, the greatest, strongest relationship physically, the one you have with your parents. So when daddy and mommy are dead, they say the children are orphans. For you to be without me, Jesus seemed to be saying, just if I was saying, we'll make you an offer. Don't be afraid. That will never happen. I've just come to make it ready and make it. The one that will be permanently with you is coming. You will never for one second be an offer. Never. So in the eyes of heaven, see how God interprets relationship. Now I can see that the whole of God is relationship. It's not good that men will be alone. What's that? Relationship. Why are we seeing killing, killing? Because it doesn't look like me. It doesn't, my, it doesn't practice my religion. Kill him. That's the devil. He's not speaking my language. Kill him. That's the devil. The opposite of God. He has something I don't have. Kill him so I can have it. The devil. It comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. So I shall praise the Lord. Shout the blood of Jesus. Say, Holy Ghost. Take your place. And help me. To always know that. Jesus is Lord. I will not leave you as orphans. I will do what? I will what? Come to you. Now, if you don't understand what we are saying. 
then what do you know? What Christianity are you practicing? What is this is Christian? This is the, this Christianity. Really, how do you define life? Life is a series of decisions you make and execute. Period. Either you make and execute, or somebody makes for you and execute on your behalf, and you are, it affects you. But most of you make and execute. From the time you become knowledgeable enough to make, life is all choices. You make a decision, you execute it, the consequences define your life. And that was why they came. They came so that they can make the right choice of a husband or a wife. Fantastic. So they're living life. If that defines life, if that is life, Jesus Christ says, until you receive the Holy Spirit, don't do life. Before he came, we were just doing life the way we felt. And we were slaves of the devil and his cohorts. Doing whatever he wanted with us. When the came, regeneration began. I said, when was the first time that Christians walked the face of the earth? Christians. Okay, refrain. Who was the first Christian to walk the face of the earth? They said, Jesus. Jesus wasn't a Christian. He's the maker of Christians. So in the, in the light of that, you can say yes. But I'm talking of those who were regenerated from sin. Jesus never committed a sin. So I'm talking, who, what was the first time that I said, Christians walk the face of the earth? Until he resurrected. Until he resurrected. Before then, there were no Christians on earth. So the apostles were not Christians. Oh, 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 oh. They were believers. The Old Testament believers. How are they different from the New Testament believers? The Old Testament, so John 10, 9 and 10, if you believe with your heart, the Lord Jesus, and you confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. God gave Paul the revelation of what it takes to be a Christian or to become a Christian. In the Old Testament, oh, they believe him. The apostles, they believe him. And so they were believers. But until he resurrected, before they could say with their mouth, you have risen from the dead. And this, what's this witness about? Letting the world know that he died, resurrected, and is alive. That's all. Check the whole of the book of Acts. So in my life, in my association, in my thinking, in my talking, let them know that Jesus is alive and well. Hello. Glory be to God in the highest. So you are not trying to make a major decision in your life. Don't you know you have something to fall back on? What is it? You are a Christian. You have the Holy Ghost to guide, to lead, to instruct. You can't miss it. In Jesus' name. But if you don't know, if you don't know, So you can't do life. There's no Christian life without the Holy Ghost. No. So the Holy Ghost that we take lightly, I feel fire now all over my hands. 
Somebody's life has been turned around completely. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody's life is being turned around completely. Some chains have been broken permanently in the name of Jesus. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. You say how? Don't you know that's what they call design of spirit? It's not you do. No. Somebody's getting it now. Somebody's getting it. Some dangerous illnesses will never reoccur again. In the name of Jesus. Hey, the Spirit of God is raising the standard right now. Oh, glory be to God in the highest. You know, you know why some people react sometimes? Because when the devil thinks I have got them where I wanted them, not necessarily demon possessed. No, 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 no. no. He thinks that he's got you. And when the Holy Ghost comes and you respond to the Holy Ghost, they have become bow. <laughs> so it's Holy Ghost. He's my helper. He's my helper. That's why he's here. If Holy Ghost is not helping me, then what am I doing? And what's he doing on earth? What am I doing? Somebody, you are coming back in the next few weeks. As a matter of fact, in a couple of weeks. In the name of Jesus. I know your testimony. You're coming to tell us how the Holy Ghost has helped you. Can I say it again? You are coming to tell us how the Holy Ghost has helped you. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Paul wasn't born again when Jesus Christ was talking to them. In fact, he was leading the assault against the church. But here the same Paul writing a letter to the church in Corinth that God used him to establish. And the last line of that letter, 2 Corinthians 13, 14, or the last verse, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Amen. Amen. If you are there when Paul was in that letter, you say, in Jesus' name, you correct him. It's our ignorance. He knew what he was saying. It's not religion. He's doing it in the name of Jesus. It's not religion. That's why in Jesus, it doesn't work. In Jesus, in Jesus, in Jesus. You don't know what I'm saying. When you know it, I say in the name of Jesus. Ah. Who resist? Ah. I read this. I said, ah, I would have put it in Jesus' name. Although if I'm writing, I will still put it. But man, this guy got a deft. Everything he's saying is about Jesus. Is his ministry? Is his life? Is his... Hey. Okay. And what is he say? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be with you. I, it bothered me a bit. What does be with you mean? So I looked at some modern translations. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be yours. That's what he said. Be yours. Be yours. So what is he saying to be mine? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ah, but wait a minute. He was writing to the church. Who are those? Who, who do we call the church? Those who have enjoyed the grace. So what does it mean be yours? 
What does he mean? Be yours. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God. Oh my goodness. Writing to Christians. These are recipients, beneficiaries of the love of God. So what would he mean by be yours or be with you? The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be yours. Okay. So I, I ask myself the question all the time. What does it mean? See, have you read before that God is love? God is there's no if God is not love, it's nothing. Everything God does comes from his see, God doesn't have love. He is love. So if God is love, how else can he deal with you? If he breathes on you, love. If he talks to you, love. If he touches you, love. Can't you see you are loved? You are specially loved. He's the source. He is love. Now, no wonder he doesn't just love the lovable. In fact, that was no lovable. The only lovable was the Godhead. But because he's love and he must deal with people, he will infuse, let me say that, his love. Ephesians chapter 2. We were walking in our own, come on, in our loss, in our degradation and deprivation. That's, I mean, verse 4, but God who is, Ephesians 2, 4, watch this. But God, who is what? Who is what? But God, who is what? But God, who is what? He is rich. It's not a millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire. You cannot quantify. You can never, we all of us cannot exhaust this mercy. So for God now to reach us, and he loves us, he wants to embrace us, guess what? He throws down his mercy first on you. Boom. And what is mercy? Look, this person is guilty. He's filthy. He's unlovable. He's, he's, come on, he's to be judged. This one, but God loves people. So the first step of love, mercy. What is mercy when you don't get what you deserve? They say, you don't know that. I know him. You, pastor, are you sure? You don't know her. I know her. <laughs> pastor doesn't know her. I know her. And truly, he does. And yet he's choosing that love. The second step of love is not giving you what you deserve, only to qualify you for what you don't deserve. Grace. Let's read on. But God will switch in mercy. Why? Because of his what? Great. The love of God. Because of his great love with which he has loved us. Next verse. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive. If we go to Rome and say, well, when we were his enemies, he reached us. Come on, even enemies. Made us one with him. 
the love of God. So that's what the love of God does. So what does it mean to the love of God be with you? That is, you will always live conscious of the fact that you are specially loved. Even when you didn't qualify. How much more? Now, be with you the knowledge and the appropriation constantly. That's his love. But for this love to be executed, somebody had to pay the price. And so when you see mercy and grace, mercy is Jesus. Jesus is mercy, grace personified. He substituted you. He never committed a sin. You are all sin. You committed extra. Left to God, you should be flung away. But Jesus said, No, look at me. I'll go for it. Oof. So anytime you think of them, just look at me. See, this is what you are, God. And this is what we are in the Godhead. That's what we are. So for us to let me go. Read the book of Revelations. Said there was a clarion call in heaven. Said, Where we go, we'll open this here. All the singing in heaven for the first time. Drop it in your hair. Worship and praises never stop in heaven. But when that call was made, nothing moved. Everybody good. Go where? Who will be the one to take the wrath of the Almighty God? John, that was receiving, he said, I felt like I was dead. Then a tap on my back. He said, No, take this easy. The lion of the tribe of Judah. And when I turned to see the lion, it was a lamb that was slain. May you never forget the sacrifice. And the sacrifice is not in vain. Amen. The sacrifice was wrought for you. And the sacrifice is not done with and gone. No, no, no. It's everlasting. And so if the devil has tricked you or holding your body, hey, 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 the prize was paid. Shout the blood of Jesus. What does it mean? Be yours. So God, love. Jesus, grace, mercy. What about the spirit? What about the spirit? When you talk God, love. Come on, if I say God, tell me who God is. God? Come on, God? God the Father? God the Father? Jesus! Grace! Jesus! Grace! He <laughs> won't, won't let them deal with me by what I merit. He will take it. And yet he will give me, put me where I don't qualify. Come on, say God! Love! Jesus! Grace! What about spirit? Fellowship, communion. What does that do? It means partaker, participation, sharing. See who God is. How did he get it across? The Holy Ghost sharing God with you. Sharing grace of Jesus with you. His own duty is connecting all. Have you read? He will take what is mine and reveal it to you. You will lack nothing. That's what it does. It's fellowship. When we come and we're, ooh, 
We are enjoying fellowship with the Father in our bedroom. Hallelujah. It's the Holy Ghost work. Fellowship. 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 Did you hear Jesus say? So what was Paul saying? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the means by which you have been brought in. If you read that Ephesians to the end, say, by grace are you saved. It is not of works. Lest any man should boast. By the time you read it through, so that grace has substituted for you and he has, as many as you see, he gave the power to become source. He's made you son like Jesus. But that was the demonstration of his love, his initiator. And the Holy Ghost made it possible. Hallelujah. When you sin, say, don't run away. Don't make sin a habit. That's not you. Don't let it be a stain on you. Say, if you confess and fall, it's faithful and just to forgive us. 1 John 1 9. And the blood of Jesus, what? Cleanses. Can you, can you see the blood coming immediately? Restoring your fellowship back. How? The Holy Ghost. Here, John said, look, we invite you to fellowship with us. And fellowship is with what? The Father and the Son. Why do you say spirit? He's the one. He's the, that's the, that's, he said, if our fellowship is mentioned the spirit. That's his ministry. You have a relationship, but your fellowship is the strength of a relationship. That's the work of the... It will never leave you. Amen. So now, how can you leave making the right decisions and making the right thing or living in the will of God, doing what is pleasing unto Him, the ministry of the Holy Ghost at work in your life? How can I get it to do? Fellowship the Holy Spirit. What do you mean fellowship? Just be conscious of the fact that He's with me and He's in me. That's the beginning of the fellowship. Fellowship. What are we doing here? Fellowship. Fellowship with one another. And with God through his spirit. The secret to victorious Christian life. Fellowshiping with the Holy Ghost. The pastor, I'm not talking about Jesus. Have you forgotten? He will not talk about himself. He will talk about, ah, he will not glorify himself, he will glorify me. So he's not telling me now to despise the spirit. No, he said, you had better embrace the spirit. You go for the spirit. When you embrace the spirit, it will all be me. My, your, 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 your conversation will be me. Yeah. Your excitement will be me. He will not glorify himself, he will glorify me. That's why I say that all that the Father has is mine. Can you see fellowship there? And he will take off what is mine and give you. He's bringing you into the equation. Come, come say, Holy Spirit. You cannot embrace him and not be a worshiper. I stop. I have more to say. I'm enjoying myself. We give him praise. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God
God bless you.